Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for the previews to start in a movie theater. Hey, you want anything? Popcorn? Soda? No, nothing? This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. HD Smartcast. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production. Brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, this is Manjula Narayan, National Books Editor, Hindustan Times. And this is the Books and Authors Podcast. It's a weekly podcast where I speak to authors who've got a new book out. Hi, so today I have with me uh, R.K. Raghavan, who's written A Road Well-Travelled, A Road Well-Travelled, which is his autobiography. Um, and he has headed the CBI and has, uh, you know, worked on uh, many cases, many high-profile cases. And, and the book is about all that. So um, welcome, sir, to the podcast, to the Books and Authors podcast. Thank you. Okay, so let's start with the assassination of Rajiv Gandhi. You know, even in uh, on the even on the flap of the book uh, has it that you were in charge of providing p- protection to um, uh, to Rajiv Gandhi at, at Sri Parambadur when he was killed by a suicide bomber. You were there, and that event seems to have marked your life for a long time. You know, yeah. maybe perhaps a hurdle at some points for ad- advancement, though you got over that. So uh, even though the actual reason like, you know, for the event was really, like you mentioned in the book, his own, um, uh, he wanted to be part of the crowd. He wanted to mingle with the crowd and he didn't want to like stick to the security procedures. And also because VP, uh, VP Singh had deliberately withdrawn the SPG cover, right? Correct. Which, which turned out to be fatal. Yeah. So talk about that. Yeah. I, I still firmly believe that if the SPG cover had been there, hmm. uh, Raju Gandhi's life could have been saved. At worst, the, a few SPG men may have lost their lives, hmm. but not, not that that is condonable, but uh, the leader would have been saved because that's the, that the uh, last uh, bastion of defense. So that was hmm. withdrawn. Naturally, the whole arrangement was uh, diluted. Hmm. You remember, yeah. uh, one more interesting thing, one more interesting thing, Hmm. I was I was holding the rank of Inspector General, IGP at that time. Hmm. Two things. One, I was not in charge of that area where this assassination took place. I was holding charge of the election arrangement. That's about hmm. all. I was not the regular IGP or DGP there. Uh, uh, second, according to the security drill, security manual, which had been which had been agreed upon yeah. um, around that time, uh, uh, the highest level of officer was required mandatorily to be present was the superintendent of police, who was was at least two levels below me. Mm. So I was not required to be present. Still, still I went there because I knew he faced a very high risk, and that it was better that I was myself present. Mm. So. This is a point. In hindsight, I am happy about what I did. Um, Instead of staying away from the sport Mm. uh, in my office, sipping a cup of uh, Chennai Mm. coffee, I went there 
I went there because I uh, knew there was a threat to his life. We don't know from whom the threat was. Um, so I went there and then did my best, tried my best, but the best wasn't enough. Uh, the, the, the point is, these two factors are often overlooked when people criticize, criticize me and my police. And uh, so uh, it, I, I was just uh, three, four feet away from the VIP. Normally, I should have been killed. Mm. Um, Providence uh, decreed that I should remain alive to t- uh, tell this story. Okay, so I thought this bit, you know, in recalling the horror of Sri Perambudur, neither do I absolve the police at the spot of its responsibility, nor do I exculpate myself. Correct. Whatever I say in my defense would not be accepted by the Congress party, which contributed considerably to the incident through its negligence and abdication of its responsibility to seat level party men who had no clue about security. I cannot also be kind to the late Sri VP Singh, who took the deliberate decision to withdraw SPG cover to former prime ministers, which turned out to be fatal for Rajiv Gandhi. I'm firmly of the view that if the SPG officers had been present around Rajiv Gandhi that fateful night, they would have prevented the tragedy. So this is an easily preventable thing you're saying. I won't say easily preventable that night, possibly with the loss of lives of some security men, some SPG Mm. uh, personnel, uh, Rajiv, Rajiv could have received the cover which he needed and he could have been uh, removed from the scene in quick time. That didn't happen because there are no SPG men around. Hmm. So this, you think this was a conspiracy? I don't, that's all very high-sounding expressions. And, I, and, and I, I'll be dishonest to myself if ever I said there was a conspiracy. I am not blaming anybody for a conspiracy. I didn't see, I didn't smell any conspiracy. I merely say that this could have been saved if the SPG cover had remained. And uh, there was a conspiracy and all that. But there was a commission of inquiry which was set up later, not, yes. the, Var- not the Verma Commission, the other commission, yeah. J- Jain, Justice Jain Commission. That huh. went into the uh, task of finding out whether there was a conspiracy. That commission's uh, findings are yet to come. Because there is a roving mm. inquiry all over the world. So mm. uh, the, the Verma Commission of Inquiry uh, uh, confined itself to the um, laxity or otherwise of the security and physical security arrangements of the VVIP. Right. So, sir, now you've left out, like we were talking about earlier, you've left out names in very pl- many places. Though occasionally, you know, the identities of the people do come up. Like, you know, you've mentioned Chidambaram and how he was a batch made at presidency yeah. and initially a friend. But you said that later, you know, uh, he didn't, he didn't like during the Rajiv Gandhi, uh, I mean, much later, he, he wrote to the Tamil Nadu government, even though you had been cleared and, you yeah. know, you had not. So talk about that. Yeah, I was um, great. We have great friends. We were great friends. Hmm. And that nothing had happened between the two of us. For him to take that very hostile, surprising stand against me, um, mm. uh, because absolutely, uh, he was a good, good friend of our family, and my wife and I are great friends of our family. Such a pleasant, pleasant chap, very hospitable, and uh, of course, he was two or three years younger to me. So that mm. is why I was surprised uh, that he took the stand. It is, it is, it is a kind of a stab in the back when I got to know. That he was he was pressing for action against me. I didn't know about it, 
that, that, mm. but uh, when i got to know about it then i stopped talking to him to this day i have not spoken to him and he has been avoiding me mm. not that he is not that he is showing any remorse for having let me down but he mm. is typical of him so mm. I, his uh, other common friends they say you don't you don't have to be bothered about it that is typical of him oh so yeah, yeah that's that's unfortunate but a very he was a very good friend of mine very good chap very hospitable very affectionate towards us so these are imponderables inexplicables in life and mm. you you carry them these memories bitter memories you carry them to your grave what can i do hmm so you know this the chapter on see on your cbi days is absolutely very very interesting and you know you uh, dealt with bofors the fodder scam yes. uh, lalu prasad yadav and then you know the priyadarshini mattu case the uh, rathod case then the cricket uh, match That's- fixing you know everything like these are like big cases that kind of like you know that kind of grab the public attention the cbi uh, job is is a tough assignment but somehow mm. somehow god gave me the courage to mm. uh, go through it with fortitude and it, the office mm. the office sat lightly on, on me i never felt mm. i never felt proud i mean there's no pride in me that i was selling and uh, i had the capacity to destroy lives i didn't have mm. that kind of pride i kept mm. an open door to invite people who feel you have been wrong well mm. and then the the important part of it um is that um i had the full confidence of the prime minister just this mm. mr vajpayee who appointed me mm. uh, the best part of that job uh, which comes to you is the fact mm. that you have access unlimited access to the prime minister can, can you believe it what what more do you want an officer mm. um uh, in the ips what mm. more do you want access to the, the number one uh, figure in the polity of the country okay now to go back to this you know this section about the bofors case will remain an example of how a genuine case can be deliberately sabotaged by a government run by a party Yeah. just a lot to hide from the public yeah. i'm sure this is all going to cause a lot of consternation in some quarters yeah so talk about that yeah the, the one of the key one of the key characters of the unsavory episode was uh, uh, otavio potarochi mm. so he was being investigated he was based in delhi and as the name suggests you know he who he was close to which mm. nationality so mm-hmm. he was roaming around um, delhi he was playing tennis at the delhi gymkhana club and uh, so he um, he had access to the household and uh, so the, and then ultimately uh, it's not a guesswork the court proceedings in geneva indicated that he had an axe to grind and because he mm-hmm. he moved for the uh, blocking blocking the flow of information um from these swiss banks to the indian law authorities mm-hmm. he was one of the persons who appealed against any uh, release of information so that itself showed uh, he had a vested interest in and then later mm-hmm. on he uh, evidence revealed how he was moving monies from one bank to another mm-hmm. from one country to another all this indicated mm-hmm. and then other evidence also indicated that kotarochi mm-hmm. was in fact 
privy to a lot of information and uh, unfortunately is dead and mostly of course uh, accused are dead avin chada and uh, that secretary to the uh, defense ministry uh, all that so the point is katrachi katrachi was known to be close to the household he used to visit there and uh, so that's why i've said so that the government of the day mm. had west western interest in seeing that all the mm. evidence which the investigation agency required was denied mm. so that's why i made the statement so if there's a government which is intent on blocking information mm. then uh, it is possible right so then now also the even the cricket uh, uh, cricket section match fi- fixing section is quite uh, a bomb i mean you know oh yes cricket being a religion in india the whole scandal provoked incredible public interest yes while i do not get involved directly with the integrity of the investigation especially the questioning of individual cricketers now i found this particular section also very funny one former indian captain mr x actually fixed up an appointment with me to ask why a particular high profile colleague mr y was not being investigated he actually came and was throwing dirt on his colleague yes absolutely and they both are living characters they are legends they are legends <laughs> legends then yeah absolutely i don't so i i won't reveal the names whatever you do to me even if you <laughs> even if you torture me i won't but nobody else knew me he came quietly for a cup of tea huh? so i i have a lot of cricket i have a lot of cricket connections in chennai and other places so he yes. somehow he somehow managed to get an appointment with me i i i i, mean, I have a weakness for uh, cricketers so yeah. if, if uh, i never had an opportunity to get to get so close to a cricketer so he or sat an appointment hmm. he came to my house and i gave him a good cup of tea my wife was in there so i gave him a tea and uh, so he quietly uh, unleashed a tirade against his uh, colleague hmm. and uh, so it happened and uh, i i listened to him politely see i had the one advantage hmm. of listening to all people they may be braggarts scoundrels uh, rascals still still i i i give a i give an ear i because that is the um, uh, that is the fault which many officers do they just uh, shut themselves uh, of um, information you should listen you, you don't lose anything by listening to people hmm. and it is your your job to assess the veracity of anything which is pervade to you so in that case so i listened to him and then i told my officers this is what uh, this man says hmm. and then they, they checked and they said no no way this is not correct oh so ah uh, that so i uh, so i uh, closed that chapter but i was shocked i was shocked that at that level uh, hmm. people could could throw mud at each other and hmm. so that showed the <laughs> the state of cricket i mean probably this this of cricketers in almost every country has so much money involved and so much yeah. pers- personal rivalry involved. so that's all hmm. that was rk raghavan former head of the cbi and author of a road well traveled an autobiography this was a hindustan times production brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast 
I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.